Um, yeah, so I think um, last time, what, how did we even conclude? So basically, I think one of the main conclusions is that um, whenever there is a natural technological development resulting in increase in the supply of monetary goods, good loses its value and the market will select another high stock to flow ratio um, good or like currency. If that's the case, whenever there is war, what, what, how do you say it again? Um, so I was saying, whenever there's a natural or technological development, you know, resulting um, in increase in the supply of monetary good, right? Like I'll give you an example. You remember when we were talking about the seashells, mm. right? Initially, it was hard to get, mm. right? But then as technology developed, so basically inflation. Yes. Yeah. As technology developed, it was easier to um, to get seashells mm. and then flood into the market and mm. therefore you have Seashell lost its value. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I mean by technological development. I don't, I don't even think it's um, going to be te technological development for that to happen. Mm. I think what we've seen over the past 20 years and when I say 20 years, I, I, I'm using 20 years not because that's when it's all started yeah. but more of because that's when I'm matured. I was, I've become matured enough to actually mm. understand what's happening around me especially yeah. when it pertains to, to money because yeah. obviously someone could tell you everything went to shit in 1971 mm -hmm. you know, when would it move from gold standard yes. um, but then I was not in 1971 you yes. know, I, I'm too young for that so from my own perspective it's based on what's what has been happening in the past 20 years. Yes. I don't think it's just technological advancement. It's no, no, not, not just technological, natural and then techn technological. I, I actually think it's, it's more of, you know, centralized human action. You know, when you say, when, when, when there is central human action, you know, because if we, if you, if we, if a civilization becomes technologically advanced, mm -hmm. so much so that they... They bring out some. They, they find a way to just inflate the market, mm -hmm. inf inflate their monetary system. Yeah. Um, then, are they not wise enough to understand the implication of that? Yeah. If so, you get what I mean. So, so the, but then, but then, but then, what we are seeing is not because we are technologically advanced. You know, yeah. it's because we have some um, vested interests that are centralized. You know, I, and I, then and then they make they take action. They yeah. they take action that actually affects other people Absolutely. for whatever reasons. Absolutely, that, that we so, can get into so, right now. So, um, basically, to my understanding, right, is hardness of money, right, and basically what you're saying is that obviously you have people that can obviously um, have a say in the monetary monetary uh, policies, and obviously that will automatically affect the currency itself, right. Um, the point I'm trying to make, I'm talking about the hardness of money. So let's say, for example, obviously you have easy money and you have hard, hard money. Okay, so you're saying when you have so, a technological advancement that breaks the hardness of money. Of the money. And, and, and then kind of gives you the, give the person uh, an opportunity to flood the market with... Um, so let's say, for example, we, what we are doing right now, this is, this is a clear example of what, what's happening right now, right? We have dollars, we have the feds, we have the feds that every now and then would print more money and then would um, flood the market with the money, and then obviously devalues the currency in the process. That's what I'm talking about. So, okay, so, so, so you're saying it's become less hard. It's become less hard. It it's becomes become easier. Less it's become easier. So, so anytime you, that happens, what we tend to do is we, try, we tend to naturally look for something that we want to invest our money in because now we feel like saving our wealth in that currency is not safe anymore for mm. our wealth, right? So mm. that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so... In a way, I think the next, the next, uh, the next 
um, 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 people that comes to my mind is um, the the yaps. Mm. You know, with a raystone. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know whether people are familiar with the story, but um, to give it a bit of context, there's um, there's this little island that used raystone. I heard that it's still it's still there. Do they it's still... there, but they use it for ceremonial purposes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like on that island. I can't. Remember, what's the name of the island? Forgot. But um, I, I'll remember it. But before before we end, yeah. So. Oh, or you might not. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, so basically what they do is they, they have they they get a stone created from Palu and then they bring it into the island. And that stone is a massive stone, weighs about three three to four metric uh, tons. So it's not a stone that can be moved, mm. right? And how, do, um, how did they bring it to the island? On canoes. Oh. At the risk of um human capital. Mm. People actually die bring it that's what brings the that's what makes that stone so valuable mm. you know because people hard, actually now, now it's hard, it's hard money it's hard hard, hard money. money literally yeah <laughs> you know people to for people to bring it they have to move it they have to create from palu mm. and then um use the canoe to bring it and then you tell them where you want it to station wherever it's stationed it's not going to be moved for you know the next decades dec- decades you know and for, for, for a very long time, they've been successful at doing it. So everybody knows that, okay, you know what? This stone belongs to Bucci, as an example, right? And then when we have a transaction, then you can say, okay, this stone now belongs to Mackenzie, you know? So I, I provide you a good, and then you, you know, and then that's how it keeps going. Mm. But it's one stone that it's, 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 it's crazy because it's, although it's there in a way, but it still trans- transcends time, you know? Um, actually, what do I mean? Well, hold on one sec. One second. Um, what I mean by transcends time, um, um, space and time. Mm. Although the, the stone is there. Right? It, it doesn't attack. It, how, how? It doesn't because it's occupying space and it doesn't move. It's not you know, moving. So, so, so there is... Someone, um, someone in the village, in the next village, yeah, you can, still, you can still buy the goods, right? You can still buy goods from them. That stone is still where it is. That's that's very problematic. I I I know this. I know this theory, by the way. It yeah. just you know. It, I don't think it. I don't think it transcends time and space. To be honest, okay. because because it's stationary, mm-hmm. apparently, and it's gonna be there. And from what from, from what you've just explained, it's basically I want to buy a laptop. Yeah. You know, you give me the laptop, and now the stone belongs to you. Yeah. So how many sort of transactions do they do? With that stone. With that stone. Yeah. So you know, obviously how many people you, you do look they at, have you look at the account stone. of units. Right. You look at account of units. So I don't know whether they might have smaller stones. I don't know how Exactly. I was about to ask small, you know, why don't they units. cheap? Why don't they if, if it's a special type of stone? Yeah. Can yeah. That 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 opens up another can um, kind of forms because I was gonna say why don't they chip some of these stones and then use that for multiple smaller transactions. You understand? But then if you do that um, then someone can break, go to a, a different country, yeah. break s- s- that particular stone into pieces and flood it into your country. Yes, <laughs> and that's, that, that's, that, 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 that inflates the, that inflates the stone exactly. And then, unfortunately, actually, I think with what you, we, we, with what you just said, we, there was somebody called David O'Keefe. Which um, um, unfortunately happened to be no. I was about to say unfortunately happened to be an Irish mm. American, but not not like that. Basically, had a shipwreck, and then um, he got to the island, 
and then discovered that they had um, coconut and they decided that they wanted to um, start a coconut trade, you know, maybe get it from the island and then um, sell it in, in the West, mm. basically. And then um, the issue was now that he didn't have their currency because obviously the currency that he had was paper and coin at mm. the time. I think it was in 1871 or something like that. Um, so he had paper and coins. Mm. And um, they wouldn't accept that because obviously that's not the currency. They don't know they the value. They don't know. Yeah. They don't understand the value yeah. of it. It's a um, kind of an uh, subjective value of money. Yeah. There. Like that. That wasn't money to them. Mm. You it's, know? it's paper. So what he did is like, okay, if that's what it is, what if that's what it takes? Then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna bring that same stone. Now, when he brought the stone, obviously he, where he was coming from, they had better boats. They were not dealing with canoes, right? So he basically managed to find a way to bring the stone. Although the chief argued and said to, him, to the people that, look, this is not the, the type of stone that we want because the stone that we, 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 we are used to are stones that are hard to get. So when I was reading the story, I was actually fascinated because it's almost like they understood the principles of money mm -hmm. or the hardness of money mm -hmm. and the, and they there was a value placed on that I think stone. I think I think naturally um you know if you remove a lot of a lot of uh, externalities yeah. people would actually be able to um do business that, that's why you know people that that argue that they uh, that the, one of the major problems that we have in the economy today is interference you know, where you have central parties interfering yeah. in the system, that, that's actually the problem that we have. Because if you leave a set of people, they would develop their own money. And Absolutely. they would actually develop it in a way that it's hard money, yeah. that works perfectly. Absolutely. It's like if you go to the prisons, where the cigarettes are used as money, yeah. you know, because it's hard to hard get to cigarettes get. In, in, inside, the, inside the prison. Yeah. So, you know, if you have like... Two cigarettes, you might get a carton of noodles. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've not been to jail. I've never been by, to jail. By the way, it's called Yap Yap Island. Yap Island. Yeah. Yeah. So so so, but then but then but then that this is why when you said that yeah. is about technology, I didn't yeah. understand initially what you were saying because to me, I've yeah. always had this notion that the mm. problem that we have when it comes to money and the economy is just the fact that we've we've relinquished power and authority mm -hmm. to a set of people. Okay. And those people are fallible. Like, they are humans. And humans have interests and, you know, they, they have a lot of fallibilities in them that makes them to make, take some, some, some of these decisions. Yeah. Okay. So, now, when we talk about the evolution of technology, right now, look at the kind of currencies we are dealing with. We're dealing with cryptocurrencies. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, remember, we're talking about, okay, anytime there's an involvement... The thing is, sometimes it takes longer, right? It takes longer because obviously, when you have um, before, you have to look at you have to look at it as it was when the battle system started. It started in small societies, you know, and then as the society became bigger, it became more complex, you know, to kind of trade in battle. And mm. it needed there was a need for something that was like a single um, single um, medium of exchange mm. that everybody would recognize. Mm. So. Once you start, once you start going onto that level, mm. once you start going um, into in, in, into that, um, 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 once the society becomes more complex and it becomes much more bigger, it becomes difficult to to trade the battle system. You go for a, a, a single and, uh, medium yeah, of exchange. Uh, yeah, so I understand that. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is that 
the right now we live in an era where, for example, dollar, yeah, dollar is being used across the whole world, mm, almost, right? almost across the whole world, right? So it becomes now v- challenging to to transition because it's something that everybody has adopted. Everybody knows the dollar. It becomes much more challenging. So it becomes it takes even much more longer to transition from dollar. Hold on, hold on. You need to understand what it. I'm saying. I'm not saying that the technology thing. Because yes. what you are saying, it, um, an economy becomes so technologically advanced that their yes. monetary system becomes so easy to, to, to print or yes. to make. Yeah. It, you know, so they need to advance to a, a harder system, yes. a system that is much, much harder to, 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 you know, exactly. to use that as a store of value. Yes. That's what you're saying, yes. right? Now, my point is that that's just like, it, it's not even the primary issue. Yeah. To me, you know, this is my opinion. Yeah. I don't think it is the primary issue. I think the primary issue is relinquishing power to a set of people. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's the primary issue because then those people are now the ones that are making that issue. Because I, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, if we don't have the feds, I, I, was, going somewhere, I was going somewhere with that point. Okay. By the way, because I think I think if we don't have the feds, for yes. example, when Bitcoin came out, the so adoption would have been easier. That's that's why that's you know? what I'm saying that. That's why I was saying I was going somewhere with that point. The the point I was trying to make is that. Right now, we've, we've come to an era now that we have Bitcoin. Do you come to say? So you have, we are now transitioning into Bitcoin because Bitcoin has proven to, to be a harder, harder money um, than the money that we, than, than the currency that we are currently using. Mm. Right? So now we're transitioning based on technology. Because mm. right now, um, obviously, right now, it, before we, it was paper-based. Now it's all, it's all to do with alg- um, algorithm. Mm. We are now trusting an algorithm that says that we only have 21 million supply of Bitcoins. And then after that, there's no monetary um, policies that can be imposed by anyone. Mm. Nobody can make any decision and say, okay, you know, we're going to increase or we're going to decrease or we're going to do this to Bitcoin or that to Bitcoins. Nothing can be done to Bitcoin. And so that's how we have... You can build ramps on Bitcoin. Yes. You can build ramps like the Lightning Network or Taro or Taro. But but the currency itself, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. The base of it is is, is strong. Do you you understand what I'm trying to say? So that's what I'm trying to say that we have evolved from the butter system. We've gradually evolved into, um, obviously, single coin and and paper. And then right now, we've we've come to an era where... we, we've now moved on to a different phase, mm. you know, in currency-wise, where we are now using digital money, mm. you know. And when I say digital money, I'm, I'm not talking about um, dollars, and I'm talking about um, cryptos, Bitcoin. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say, in a nutshell. We have evolved yeah. over time. I agree with you. I think the, the question would be, what do you think, you know, what, what do you think the world would have been like if we did not move into fiat, if we are still using gold, you know, as money and silver and other metals. Like if 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 we had gone more bimetallic, where yeah. gold is the basis and then you have silver that is second to gold and then you have something like maybe nickel that is that is like, you know, like for, for example, if I if I give you one gold, one one kind of one I don't know, one ounce of gold, for example, it will give you, you, you it's equivalent to like 10,000 nickels. You know, something like that. I'm not, I'm not saying that's what it is, but I'm just using that as an example. Mm. You know, do, do you think, what do you think would have happened? Because the way I see it, I feel like we had a, we, we had a solution. We had a solution with gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not perfect because Bitcoin is 10,000 by, by 10,000 percent 
better than gold yeah. in, in our ramifications. But I feel like some of the problems that we are facing today, mm-hmm. when you look at inflation, can, could have been avoided mm-hmm. if we are using gold, mm-hmm. you know, naturally. Because, yeah, it is hard to mine, um, to actually get gold. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, um, uh, you know, we can all wake up tomorrow and be like Uganda that discovered gold deposits worth $12 trillion yeah. overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, that, w- that could happen. But essentially... Um, it's not something that 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 it's not it's not something. Funny enough, mm-hmm. I, as I'm saying this, and I, an idea is coming to my head. Mm-hmm. It's not something that the Fed or a group of people can just sit in one country just mm-hmm. because the, the the currency, the base layer currency, which is the dollar, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody most countries are set and have reserves, keep their reserves in. Now they, they will just inflate it. It's not yeah. something like that. But then. As I was saying, that I had an, I, something just came into my head. Mm-hmm. The reason why gold might not have worked, it could be that you know because civilizations, some civilization actually advanced faster than other civilizations, mm-hmm. and then what happened was that when 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 a civilization is more advanced than another, than another civilization, mm-hmm. if that civilization if the other civilization that is not so, so advanced, if they've mm-hmm. got gold, yeah. the advanced civilization yeah. would actually come. Into the and conquer. and conquer the civilization that have got gold yes. and to take their gold, yeah. you know. And Bitcoin is a, a lot better than than this because Bitcoin is not something that is physical. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can decide to um, hack a civilization system, mm-hmm. but what if it's in their head? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it's what if it's in the is in the head? Like in memory, this thing that is stored in the memory of the king of the this thing. Are you gonna mm-hmm. if you kill the king, you don't get anything. Yeah. So you might as well don't don't do that. And just do business with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. yeah. I think I think I think in a nutshell, um, let's say for example, if we're still backed by by gold, right? Um, what would have happened in our economy? Our economy would have been a little bit stronger, um, because everything would be value based. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It, it it would be okay. What can I do to bring value to earn? So mm. you would actually earn it. Mm. All this printing, 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 and in fact, I personally feel like a lot of walls. A lot of wars would have never happened. Yeah, in the first place, avoided would have been avoided. A lot of wars would have been avoided, mm. right? Because what are the first thing? What did the British do when 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 we when we were warring? They increased, you know, they increased. They printed more money, mm. right? But when you're when you're gold based, it's very it's very difficult because what you're saying is that the money that I have is equal to the amount of gold that I have stored, mm. right? So now. Okay, you really, really have to think really damn hard to say, okay, do I really, really want to go to war? America wants to go to war with Vietnam or China. Vietnam, look at how, how expensive the war between America and Vietnam was mm. to the point whereby they had to say, you know what, we have to literally come out of the gold standard. That's how expensive war is. Mm. And Vietnam, look at the size of America and look at the size of Vietnam. True, true. So imagine something like what's happening right now, Russia, Ukraine. Where America? Do you think America would actually support Ukraine? Because they'll be thinking, okay, it's let too me expensive at, for us. It's too expensive. A lot of wars, wars would have been avoided. Mm. Is the printing of money that is actually um, um, has made war so profitable? Mm. You know, but I think I think it would have been a value. Would be would be living in a value system where um, people might work a little bit harder because people might want to bring value 
and and earned. It's like you know when they say you earned your money, mm. you damn right earned your money. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And when you what you earn is basically you're saying, okay, I've got. If you say you've got one one million dollars, basically what you're saying is I can go to the bank today and withdraw one million um, pounds worth of gold. Because it's I mean? there. It's there for you. You, you know, you, you, you probably will have like something that satisfies that you are the owner of that, that they could have kept in the bank for you. you that's, so I feel like, yes, it, it, it wouldn't solve the problem that Bitcoin is solving. Obviously, gold has um, other resources that is used for, like obviously uh, like gold, orna- chain, jewelries, and all those things. value. Yeah, it's got, it's got that as well. You know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin comes in. The, the reason why Bitcoin comes in, again, is um, gold, let's say if we removed um, um, the, the receipt, which is the money, you know, that we use for gold, right? Um, if we remove that, it's not as liquid as Bitcoin. Bitcoin mm. is very liquid. Yeah. It's, uh, not even, it's not even liquid. I think it's not liquid. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's liquid. It's liquid. The reason it, I'm it, saying it's, 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 it's liquid is because you you're, can... You're looking at the movement. How easy it is to how transfer. Easy to, to transfer. Transferable. Transferability. Transferable. If yeah. I want to... If, if right now I want to give you gold, yeah, I have to go to my bank. Yeah, I think... I think... I think... I think... Was it last year? Was it last year or this year that I was speaking to Enoch, one of our friends, yeah. for the people that are listening to us for the first time? Enoch has always been here with us. Um, I was speaking with Enoch. I told him, look, so he was telling me about this guy that is a gold bug. Like, yeah. he's always about talking about gold, that gold is the, you know, is real money yeah. and all of that. I, I told him, look, what you have to ask the guy is this. If, if, he, if he wakes up and had, and decides, and for whatever reasons, he, you've got a problem with the government yeah. in the UK, with the UK government, yeah? Yeah. How is he going to move his gold? Mm-hmm. Without them, for you know, without forfeiture, a, a seizure rather mm-hmm. by the government. The first thing the government would do is to seize your gold, mm-hmm. you know, because they know that's money. They mm-hmm. know that's how you will be able to exchange value with other people. Mm-hmm. So they don't want you to run away. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to move. They don't want. They, they actually will impede on your freedom. And the only way they would do that is by seizing your gold. Absolutely. If it was if it was Bitcoin, they can't do that. Yeah. Now, but that's but that's, that's another thing. Now, another thing is this: if if I go to let's say that I've got like five hundred acres of land in Nigeria mm-hmm. that my granddad left for me and then because I'm done with Nigeria, you know, insecurity, blah, 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 blah. And I decided to sell that 500 acres of land. Mm-hmm. 500 acres of land, you know, after selling it, I, um, yeah, I have money in the bank. But then I know that through inflation, they're going to inflate the, mon- the money that I have. So it's going to be worthless mm-hmm. in, 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 in the future. So I'm, I'm now thinking, okay, what should I do? And I decided to buy good. I sold 500 acres of land. So I'm getting like maybe, maybe $100 million, mm-hmm. you know, not the, like not the real value, yeah. but hundred million dollars. I decided to buy gold. Mm-hmm. Now, after buying gold, mm-hmm. the first immediately I've just bought that gold. In fact, the person that I bought it from, that I paid the money, could shoot me and take the gold back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I if I don't have security. Yeah. So, but then if it doesn't, if it if it does not shoot me, mm-hmm. if it doesn't kill me, it means that immediately I'm I'm high risk. Absolutely. So I need protection yes. to protect my hundred million dollars mm-hmm. worth of gold. Mm-hmm. I need protection, and those people that are, that are going to protect me could actually to, kill me. Yeah. That's one. But then, other than that, I have to pay them. So it's actually erosion, e- erosion, of erosion of value yeah. in the process. So maybe, maybe to protect my gold, my gold bullion, mm-hmm. I'm going to be paying, let's say, ten million 
Mm-hmm. Maybe not 10 million. Let's, let me be realistic. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe 3 million every year to protect my gold bullion. Okay, after that, I'm, I'm now said, okay, I, leave, I, leave, I want to live in Canada, in yeah. Alberta, Canada. Um, I, I need to move my gold. Mm-hmm. I can sell it, mm-hmm. you know, but then ideally, I don't want to sell it because I, I still want to keep it and keep saving. Mm-hmm. In fact, okay, that's, so that's, that's where you store your wealth. That's where I store my wealth. Yeah, that's you know. your assets. So, so, so you say that, say that I decide to sell it, mm-hmm. you know, which if I'm, if I'm trying to run, if I'm moving very, if I'm trying to move as quickly as possible, yeah. I'll have to reduce the price I'm selling it, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe gold has gone up. Maybe mm-hmm. the value of gold has gone up to like, that my 100, 100 by, by million. 2%. By 2%. Yeah. Uh, or by whatever percent. Yeah. So I now sell it. I'll now have like um, 100 in cash again mm-hmm. that can be sent to me, to my bank in Canada mm-hmm. when I get to Canada. Mm-hmm. What do the I process, do? The process just it's so, seems it's so, it's so complicated. Yeah. You know, it's it so complicated. Long. It is long. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> let's say, for example, if there's war in the country, one thing you can decide to do is you can ship your gold. Again, mm-hmm. that's erosion of value. Mm-hmm. You know. And then when you get there, too, you have to declare it. You know, and then you have to transport it from wherever you pick it up from to the place. And then again, you have to get security people again. Yeah. So exactly. it's, like, it's like, really, how much was the value of your gold? realistically based on the maintenance and, you know, and all your expenses. The, the Venezuelan, I think the Venezuelan government, their gold, their gold has been in the UK. It's in the UK. The UK yeah. seized the gold. Yeah. Uh, the UK seized the gold and refused to give a whole country their gold. Yeah. Their gold that is one billions of dollars. Yeah. You know, they decided not to give them because they, they decided they don't want to recognize the government of the, the person that is in government, the person yeah. that is sitting because they have a figurehead is it a figure? Is that the word? They have a puppet yeah, that they wanted place. to I- I- impose on the people. Yeah. But then there is another guy that, for whatever reasons, maybe he did a coup. I don't know the story of Venezuela yeah. properly, but they decided to seize the gold. The gold, the gold is in London, and and he's making the the, the monarchy a sovereign, even richer. a sovereign country. Yeah. Their gold is in London, and then not just that they took the gold, you know, to keep, and they can give you no. They had to say we are not giving it back to you because we don't recognize your government. You know, like the effrontery to be able to do something like that. Like, yeah. who do you think you are? Yeah. Are you are you perfect? Who made you the arbiter of yeah. of truth? Yeah. You know, who who made you the person that imposes? You know, so those are the, those are the things that the problems that we have with with gold. and I think a lot of people are waking up to actually understand. You know, because money as a store of value, you have to start looking into gold mm-hmm. and you start looking into Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoins. And I think a lot of these other sovereign countries are actually understanding because I, I heard rumors that Saudi Arabia, they've been buying Bitcoins. You know, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, mm-hmm. but it's just rumors. So a lot of these countries are waking up to really understand how this thing works. Yeah. But then, unfortunately, most of the people that are at the helm of affairs of most of these countries, yeah. they are people that love control that wants yeah. control. Bitcoin yeah. is something that they can't control. Yeah. So they are a little bit skeptical on adopting it verbatim uh, yeah. or fully, rather not verbatim, adopting yeah. it fully because they can't control that. Yeah. And some of them, you know, some of them are power crazy. So yeah. they want to ma- retain power for as, much, as long as possible. Yeah. Bitcoin does not allow you to do that because yeah. you need the money to be able to do that. But then Bitcoin is not even what you can control yourself. Yeah. B- Bitcoin to me um, I mean, if if we go back to the yaps, for example, right? Yeah. Um, it, it it's it makes you sovereign. Mm. That's that's how I can look at it. Mm. Yeah, it makes you sovereign in a way that 
you become independent from anyone else, any organization, you know, any bank, you're completely independent. Because like you said, everything is actually stored in your mind. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You have the blockchain. So the, the reason why I compared it to the YAPs is because, let's say, for example, the people can be looked at as the blockchain where everybody can see, you know, who owns what, mm. you know, or where did these transactions, you know, how the transactions went back and forth. Mm. You know, we can see that it's displayed for us. So... It is the same way, but everybody, but ultimately, it is the imagine, one that imagine, owns imagine, the stone. Imagine, imagine when you own the stone, you are like the richest guy, and every girl wants to fuck you. Yeah, hey, yeah. I, I, but I, I think, I think, I think, I think that's what it is because you get, you get all the babes. Yeah, because imagine to own the stone, it would actually mean that you need to put, you know, to, you need to provide value. Mm. So that means if you if you are if you want to be wealthy and if you are clever, you know, and you are a businessman. You know, isn't it? Isn't it businessmen that have all these uh, the girls and the mistresses mm-hmm. and uh, and the wives mm-hmm. and then the double lives? Mm-hmm. You know, with a with a Z, not with the S. Concubines. <laughs> you know, so um, that's how I see it. I see it as okay when you when you own bitcoins. Ultimately, you are sovereign because you know again everything is stored in you. Mm. You know, everything is stored in you. That you can decide to um, have your seed phase. Everything stored in your mind. You know, and you walk, you walk, you can go, you can, you, you can literally go to the airport, mm. no luggages, no bags, nothing, go in the airplane with your shirt on, right? But yet you're a billionaire. Mm. Nobody has to know that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, sometimes it's almost like, you know, when, when you're wealthy, it becomes very hard to hide yourself, mm. you know? But when you're mm, Bitcoin, I've never thought true. about that, you know, because you know we've been having conversation about okay, how can you be a billionaire, multi-billionaire, and people wouldn't know? Yeah, because how ultimately do you, that's do what I want to do. I don't want. Do I want to be a billionaire without people knowing that I'm a billionaire. Yeah, how do you how do you retain that billionaire thingy like mm. money essence and still be able to go to your local cost cutter without someone looking at you and knowing yeah. that you're a billionaire? And I think Bitcoin actually affords you the opportunity yeah, to do that. You can do that because it's if, in your if head. Bill- it's in your head, bro. If you go there right now, you see the way you're dressed right now, you can just go into the airport. Boom, you take a flight. You sit there. You're not carrying any luggages. I don't you don't need, have to wear all these You don't need all those things. You just go. But yet, you're a billionaire. You're a billionaire in your head. Mm. Do you know what I mean? True. You're building in your head. So it, it, it mm. kind of... I think Bitcoin actually solves that problem. Because remember the last time we talked about this, I told you it's very hard, you know, because you have to protect yourself. You have to, you know, find a way to protect yourself to keep that, maintain that privacy. Yes. But actually, Bitcoin gives you that privacy. Yeah. You know, I know Bitcoin is not the most privacy, distinct coin on, yeah. on earth. I know that you're talking about, maybe you talking about Monero. Monero. But... The fact that you can store your 12 mnemonic words in your head yeah. and you have something equivalent to, if you are going to look at it in fear, you have something equivalent to like 3 billion yeah. in your head, but you or the only one can assess it when you want to assess it for what you want to assess it for. Oh, that's it. So, <laughs> so that means, but then obviously we have to think about the fact that it, uh, uh, because you are living in a fiat world, yeah. you know, you know how um, Michael Kiwanuka said, I'm a black man in a white world. Yeah. You know, it's like you're a Bitcoiner in a fiat world. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so because you live in a fiat world, you still need to find ways to actually buy your plane tickets when yeah. you get to Nigeria yeah, that's fine now. where you're taxi but yeah yeah I can decide to live in the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> I can decide to live in the metaverse you know yeah um, but yeah it, it's it's crazy because um, I think um, there's a lot of things that there's still to learn because one of the main things I really wanted to learn um, about the YAP system was the um, 
account unit of account mm. right um, I think that's one of the things the small things that we explored okay how do they make minor transactions because mm. most of these things were major transactions how do you buy a cup of rice how do you buy a cup of rice with, with that you know because you only ultimately you only have one massive stone Mm. So I think that should, I think what? we should talk. I think we should talk about delve into the historical behavior of the apps. You yeah. know how are they buying cup of rice? Yeah, you know things. If if they were using a massive stone as the, will I call it their store of value? Yeah. If they're using that as a store of value, how are they able to do like the tiny transactions that yes. every day? Do people, do people actually hold on into indexes? Yeah. Have like an index of transactions. So like let's say for example, like how you have like the blockchain. Yeah. For example, you know, when you make transactions, it's still available, you know, it's still available to see that, okay, you've been... It's an open permissionless system that everybody everybody can can access. It's it's um, transparent. Yeah. That's the word. You know, there's something that happened. No, I'm I'm not going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this in the next podcast. Okay. I want to talk about something that happened in the Ethereum world again. Yeah. Every time things are happening. Like, it's like every week... Something is yeah. happening. People are some people are losing their money. I, I think people don't yeah. understand with Ethereum, right? The problem you have with trying to replicate what you have in in our fiat system into crypto is the fact that it is taking us such a long time to kind of like you know solve small small issues that we had with our, with with fiat. And fiat is so far from perfect. Mm-hmm. So when you put that into crypto, right? People need to understand that you're going to have massive issues, issues that has taken generations to kind of like nip it in the bud, you know, mm. to control it. Right now, it's fresh in, in, in crypto, you know, uh, in crypto, especially with Ethereum and all those um, other shit coins. I th- yeah, I, th- I was telling someone um, yesterday that the problem, problem with Ethereum is that they sold people an idea of decentralization of a system that is not decentralized. Yeah, it's, it's not actually It's so centralized. Yeah. They sold people an idea of something that is secure, strong, of a system that is not secure yeah. and strong. But we all know that you know? it's not secure as long as it's centralized. Some people don't know. Some people don't know. Yeah. You know, some people don't know. Some people actually believe. Um, you know? This is the reason why we're having this conversation, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Some, some people actually don't know. Like, if, if, you, if you go and make a tweet about some people are going to come for you, maybe because of their interest that they have some S. Yeah. But then a lot of people are genuinely unaware that yeah. Ethereum is fundamentally not what they are telling you that they are. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not saying that Ethereum does not solve a problem. It solves yeah. a problem. But my issue is that they've been misrepresented you know, yeah. it's, it has been misrepresented to people, yes. you know, for what is, it, it's, it, it, it's not being called what it is. Yes. You know, yeah. so uh, uh, I think that's, uh, that's fundamentally my problem uh, with the pe- system. People always feel like as long as it's under the name cryptocurrency, that it makes it decentralized. Yeah, well, not all of them. Like Solana, that is a database system. <laughs> it, it's, no, Solana is a database system. If, if it, to me, they're they telling Bitcoin, you that it's super fast. I think Bitcoin, um, Monero, yeah, I think Monero is very decentralized. I don't way. even think Monero is very decentralized. I think I've already seen an, an issue with Monero, and is the they try so hard to make it really, really private, and they gave up a lot, a little bit on the decentralization. Mm. Yeah, I was reading about it over the weekend. I, I can't remember what it's called. I should have made notes. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I think, There's I a word for it that yeah. I need to mention so that because I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily understand how that thing works. Like yeah. what they, what, what it was, what it was called. Yeah. I don't understand how it works because obviously I'm not the tech. I don't understand the technology behind yeah. it. But basically, they say that because of that. But is it being controlled by people? 
Yeah, it's controlled by it's controlled by. Or is it, it, is it, no, it no, like, it's let's not say for example, an algorithm that has been set forth to actually behave the way it should behave? Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it, it's not really controlled by people, but it gave up a lot on the decentralization. You okay. know, because just a few people, because this relation has to be open. Something that is realized has to be open. That yeah. you, it's like running a Bitcoin node. Yeah. To run a Bitcoin node, I'm not talking about mining. Yeah. To run a Bitcoin node today, what we need is mm-hmm. a pie. Yeah. You know, like literally, we cost us 200 pounds, mm-hmm. 200 pounds, and we are running a full node like that will give us the genesis of Bitcoin. Yeah. You know, there are f- very few cryptocurrencies that you can do the you can do the same thing, mm. and especially very few considering how long Bitcoin has been mm-hmm. in the game for thirteen years. Yeah. So I think Ethereum, um, not Ethereum, Monero gave up on a little bit on that. Yeah. You know, so it's like there are some just they, a handful they, of people. They, they want to be. I, I think their whole idea is to be as this to them the idea of being decentralized, right? Is you don't know my shit. Yeah, I don't know it's your super, shit. Super, super, super privacy. Super, super privacy. Yeah. Nobody knows anything. The only people that would know are the two people that did the transaction. Mm. You know. So I think that's their ideology of yeah, being they, they, decentralized. Yeah, but, but I think they give up a, a little bit on because yeah. some, sometimes it's worth, like you try to you try to fix this issue. Another issue comes up. Yeah. You know, the uh, the, the, the writer of what I read was conclu- when she was concluding, she said that one of the um I'll call it founding fathers, even though he's not founding father, I don't know what else what other words to use, but one of the people that we are there at the very beginning of Bitcoin, yeah, when said concluded after he searched so many ways to actually fix Bitcoin, he concluded that Bitcoin is perfect. Yeah. That was his conclusion. He spent years and yeah. then said no. We can't do any other thing because if you do this, it gives up on this. If you do that, yeah. if you fix this one, it, it messes up another thing. Yeah. As it is right now, it's just it's, perfect. It's yeah, day, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, that's why that's why some people actually think that you know it might might not have been created by human. Yeah. It's, it's too perfect. Yeah. You know, you can build down ramps on it. Yeah. Anybody that comes to you and tell you, you that can't this, touch the monetary, you can't the monetary touch the base. Policies. Yeah. Like the the, the the everything is just perfect. Just the, leave it. Yeah. It's like give the dog a bone and leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. Like Bitcoin has been created perfect. Leave it. Mm. Build on ramps. You know, do what Stacks did. Yeah. You know, okay, there's no there is no smart contract on Bitcoin. How can we build smart contract on Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. You know, do those things. Mm-hmm. But you can't touch the Bitcoin don't itself. Touch the foundation. You can't touch the foundation. The foundation yeah. is strong. Yeah. It's, it, it, uh, you know, unless if they yeah. really so want to it, it is, in the future. I, I don't know. I think another thing is people always want to be creators people mm. always want to be founders people always do you know what i mean so it's like oh okay you know just the same way um sometimes like we have cars right mm. another car company will come and say okay this is the car that we have right now mm, i don't like it i think we, there's a way to improve it you know tesla came before tesla nobody was talking about electric cars mm. maybe i think maybe uh, well, um nissan nissan because he had a nissan leaf Right. I don't think Nissan Leaf was out before Tesla. I don't know. I have to check. I, yeah, I, I very have much to check, doubt. But I think Nis- Nissan was out. But Nissan Leaf wasn't out Nissan before out, Tesla. Nissan, okay. When, because you know the first Tesla was. Oh, you know the first Tesla was. Um, let me ask Uncle. Uncle, Uncle Google. Uncle Google. But you know the first Tesla was. Um, was this um, UK car company Lotus? What they did yeah. was to actually build their this thing, their system on a Lotus. Yeah. You know, that was the first Tesla. So I don't think Nissan Leaf. Let's find out. Or Zao, before, before Tesla did their first. Okay. Uh, yeah, apparently, 
it goes even beyond where, where we think, you know. It says, um, the first successful electric car made its debut around 1890, thanks to William Morrison. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All well, right. I think the question should be, was, this, was, this, was Tesla cars out before Nissan Leaf? Or was Tesla car made us? Do we have, the, was Nissan Leaf out there before Tesla? The Leaf, um, the Leaf listed as the world all-time top-selling plug electric. Uh, nah, it's not telling that. When, when was when was the first Nissan Leaf manufactured, That's, and then okay. ask when was the first Tesla manufactured? Is <laughs> <laughs> it? You know, it's a whole skill actually knowing how to Google. You know, I know. Yeah, it's me. a whole skill, and it's underrated. I, I was speaking with Toby. Toby was telling me that yes, you can be senior developer you know, or anything. But then, to be honest, what you need to know is 60% how to find answers to your question. Mm-hmm. And you have all, because everything is on Google. Yeah. So if you can find your answer, if you can find answers to your question on Google, you are way ahead. 2010. 2010 for the what? first Nissan Leaf. Yeah. When was the first Tesla made? It's true because um, even um, in my profession in IT, the question they will ask you is, do you know how to Google? Yeah. Very important. <laughs> they always ask you. Yeah. It, uh, you're right, by two years, 2008. Yeah. I know because it was the Lotus. They, they re, it's like they refactored the Lotus. Yeah, it's here. It's yeah. Right. Very, very nice. I love Lotus, man, but I'm too tall. Yeah. Mm. This, this is the one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, it's always like trying to, trying to find ways to improve. Although you've, this is, this is um, it's already done. Somebody still you wants know, to you reinvent know the, the yeah, wheel. A lot of people run... You are right. But I, I feel like it goes back to our innate nature, innate yeah. um, desire to control. Yeah. That's what it goes back to. And Bitcoin is teaching us gradually to... To relinquish that, to, that desire exactly, to control. Exactly. To relinquish that desire to control. Yeah. Humans, we have and this that's probably desire the reason, That's probably the control. reason why the world is where it is now. Because yes. we've always desired... Desire to control. To control. Oh, we'll this is happening there. Let's, let's control, control them. It. How can we control the yeah. event that is going the, on the there? The whole idea I, of interve- intervening in, into things. Exactly. Unnecessary yeah. intervention. Unnecessary intervention in the system. You're just yeah. trying to control. But Bitcoin is teaching us how, to, how not to control. But then a lot of people that don't like Bitcoins today is because of that control issue. They yeah. cannot control Bitcoin. That's what I'm, tell, I'm literally... I, I, I've... I've sat down, thought about this. I'm like, okay, you have the developers that are like, oh, Ethereum allows us to build smart contracts. Yeah, why okay. didn't they build it on Bitcoin? Exactly, because they can't control Bitcoin. So they, they think that they might, not, they might not become a billionaire if yeah. they build it on, on, on Bitcoin. And which pot- potentially been, um, they wouldn't. But then what's happening now is that they have all these systems that yeah. people are putting money on and they're getting hacked and people are losing their money and then they're having SEC issues and they're running helter-skelter. You know, yeah. <laughs> trying to then, trying to run giving, away from their country, and then giving Bitcoin a bad name in the process. Yeah, because everybody bundled it under crypto. Yeah, the crypto market is bad, yeah. and Bitcoin is not exactly. So yeah. we, we are supposed to talk about the Roman Empire. Yeah, we're supposed to talk about Roman Empire. I just felt like today um, we should talk about the Yaps because um, obviously I feel like that was the were, they, were they were they first? We were there first that? before the Roman Empire. Um, I don't know, but I feel like their monetary system because I think theirs. With David Okefe, that was like in 18, 18, 70, yeah. 71. The Roman Empire is probably already there. It was probably it's, already there. Yeah. But then it's it's completely different. I, I liked that because I kind of like likened it to Bitcoins. Mm. You know, nobody knows. Um, everybody knows who owns what, basically. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And um, 
although this in in this in this instance the 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 currency is is there to see right mm. but yes you can't move it you know you can't there's a lot of things you can do with it just the same way bitcoin is it's not a paper currency that we have it's not tangible mm. if you can't to say you know so i just thought okay, we should have that conversation um but other I mean, Rome, I think the Roman, the, the Roman Empire is the next thing because I feel like the Roman is, is going to be flipping interesting. It, it's going to be a very interesting conversation. I, I, can't believe, I, I couldn't believe it when you told me that the Roman Empire lasted for... A millennium. Yeah, that's 1,000 years. Yeah, it did. It, uh, 1,000 years, I think that's what I'm yeah. supposed to say. Yeah, so it's, it, it's interesting how long... How long yeah. they were able to maintain the status quo, I'm and to you. look at it late today is a joke. Yep. It's how many how, how many years did the British Empire last? Probably the I shortest see. empire. I, I, I think, think the so. empire thing, as we technologically advance, civilization grows. The empire thing becomes shorter. That's, that's the, em- the thing. Yeah. Um, Four hundred years. Four hundred years. How long yeah. has been? How long is the American Empire? But after the British Empire, it was the American Empire. Yes. I think we should look at the Greek Empire and see whether it lasted longer than the Roman Empire. Uh, American Empire. Well, they're, they're they, still in the American they, they Empire. Won't, they won't call it an empire, yeah, but it's yeah. an empire. Yeah. You know, but give or take, it's probably like hundred years, I think. Uh, since the well, sixteenth century. So you're looking because you have to understand the British, the British Empire and the American Empire actually goes a little bit hand in hand, isn't it? Because of the mm. relationship they had. No, but I think it's I think the British Empire totally collapsed after the Second World War. Yeah. So after the First World War, actually, it was tethering. Yeah. You know, it and was like second world, we, world, we, we can't world, do this anymore. Then the Second World War just killed, wiped it out, wiped it out entirely. Yeah. You know, and it's like they started cahooting um, with the US, with the Americans, which yeah. actually. Kept them relevant still. How long? How long did, was the um, Greek Empire? Greek Empire. Let's see. The first, per, the first person to ever minted gold, um, gold coin was a Greek. Oh really? Cool six or something like that. His name was. Uh, last, okay. I'm ancient Greece emerged from the dark ages of seven seven six before Christ. And they gave you the dates, but it's still in BC. Yeah. So you <laughs> Just tell me, just give a figure, just tell me 500 years, that's yeah. all I want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all in BC. I think we just have to find out. To be yeah, anyways, guys, thank you for listening and have a wonderful week. Today is Wednesday, so um, we are working on releasing another episode Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Friday, we'll have another episode where we talk about the Roman Empire and how it affects money, how they use money, and how inflation actually killed that empire. Yeah. You know, some people look at other things that killed the empire, but it's basically good, always boils back to money, it rolls yeah. back to money. Yeah. And I think it's money thing that's going to bring down the American empire too. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it's already happening. Inf- inflation. Yeah. yeah. Inflation is making people to take some decisions that they're not supposed to take. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening and have a wonderful week. Bye. Okay. Bye.